We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. WWAM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis powered by Advantage Homebuyer With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. As Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court heads to the Senate, the rhetoric is heating up. I urge lawmakers and members of the media to refrain from personal or partisan attacks. President Trump called on Democrats to give Amy Coney Barrett a respectful, dignified hearing. While for her part, the judge recalled the friendship between Justices Ruth Bader Ginsburg and... Her views are way to the right of the American people, and as they learn about it, she will become less and less popular. The far left will pack the Supreme Court with radicals. And the president returned to rally mode at a campaign appearance in Pennsylvania. Strike the words under God from your Pledge of Allegiance. Ben Thomas, Washington. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher is watching for more tricks out of D.C. As Chuck Schumer put it, everything's on the table. Cheating could be the least of our worries. Uh, Pelosi hinted (laughs) that they might try to impeach Trump as a way to stop him from appointing a conservative to the Supreme Court. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Join us in welcoming a new show to the airwaves, The Flaunt Line, hosted by author and evangelist Rick Hughes each Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. Flaunt is an acronym for Forward Line of Troops and is used by Rick to teach God's 10 unique problem-solving devices as found in Scripture to remind us of God's great promise and bring encouragement to your day and you and your family and carry you through the work week. Looking at our forecast, we'll see cloudy skies the rest of today. Highs near 66. AM 1280, The Patriot. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real-world vocational skills needed to start a career, get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online X our programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or online at SalemCareerHub.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. 
So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. It's Bernie Sunday, 4 o'clock, and so what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. I am blessed. And this will be the best hour of radio in the last two weeks because last week, I guess it was uh, the best hour of radio, but it was a best of show with yours truly as I was out of town last week traveling in the great state of Alaska. And uh, uh, it's an understatement. It, it was uh, a magnificent trip that I had to Alaska with my dog Bodie and uh, Bodie and I spent the week traveling north to south across the largest state by far of the United States uh, the great state of Alaska and what a beautiful uh, beautiful state it is if you were following the promotions for this show today and by the way speaking of following You can uh, follow me on Facebook, and today we are live on Facebook. Yes, indeed, as we've been offline due to technical difficulties over the last several weeks, and we've been posting uh, the video on Facebook Monday mornings. But you can now start once again to follow us live on Facebook during the show, and you should do so now. We are followed coast to coast as we have listeners as far as San Francisco to New York uh, to Texas, Florida, and certainly in the Midwest and the Twin Cities. Why? We talk politics, Israel, and the law every week. It's simple, smart, plain talk. This week, if you were following the marketing of the week, Uh, We are going to talk about Alaska and the Supreme Court. What do they have in common? Huh. Well, many, I'm sure, have tuned in to find the answer to that fair question. Well, and it is, it really is this. Uh, They are the last frontier. They are the bulwark, the, 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 the backstop to uh, uh, last vestige of hope. And uh, when you go to Alaska, you feel that. It is known as the last frontier, uh, its nickname, uh, and for good reason. Realize the size of Alaska. I'll talk about the Supreme Court in a minute and how it fits that reference, but realize the size of Alaska. It is... It is one-fifth the size of the entire United States, that is the lower 48. One-fifth the size of the entirety, just the state of Alaska. Far more than twice the size of Texas, and we all know, as they do, uh, the Texans certainly know, they make sure that you know, they're big, they're big down there in Texas. But uh, no, uh, Alaska... They kind of chuckle about it. They say if you split Alaska in half, Texas would still be the third largest state in the union. 
Well, and that is true. In fact, Anchorage, in and of itself, the city of Anchorage, is larger than an entire state in terms of geographic size. That is, the, it's larger than the uh, state of Rhode Island. Just the city of, uh, of Anchorage. And uh, you go there and you just, you, you can understand fully why it is known as the last frontier. 80% of Alaska you can't get to by road. You need to fly in. And usually by a bush plane or a float plane. Uh, you know, Nome, Alaska, for example. A place many of us have heard about, probably not been to, but maybe some of us have. Uh, you got to fly there. If you fly into Anchorage, you, you, uh, you can't drive to Nome. Uh, so very, you know, very interesting. You know, you go out to Lake Minnetonka and you see all these folks pulling their boats up to their slip. Well, in Alaska, you go to the one of, uh, more than a million lakes in Alaska. Far more than we have in Minnesota, you know, the state of 10,000 lakes. They, uh, they've got well over a million lakes, they claim. You go to some of those lakes, many of them, you're not going to see as many boats as you're going to see planes, float planes. I was there with a lifelong Alaskan for a couple of days, and he was telling me how he uh, had his driving permit at age 15 and his license at 16. He had his flight permit at 16 and license at 17. As well, most of the kids learn how to fly uh, who are from Alaska, but it, but it is uh, certainly not a dense state. No, it is wilderness. Only 800,000 people live in that vast territory, now a state. And realize that the state is only 60, what, 61 years old. 1959, almost 62 years old. That's it! Before that, it was a territory. So they're, uh, they're not quite as mature a political force as other states are, and sometimes with their massive amount of minerals and uh, resources, including oil, but not just oil, uh, they get taken advantage of, uh, and they're uh, trying to change that. Alaska was purchased from the Russians, you may know, uh, and became a territory in 1867. For just over $7 million. Not a bad buy. In fact, a darn good buy. Give me a chunk of that. Two cents per acre. That's what it was. Two cents per acre. Well, I just want to tell you. If you have, I'm going to give you a few more fun facts about Alaska. But when I talk about the last frontier, and, you know, kind of what I'm talking about there is, listen, the lower 48 here. With the COVID, with the riots and looting in the street, the fires running abandoned and, and uh, peaceful protests being thrown out the window or at least being redefined as many other things have been over the last decade. Now the term peaceful protest has become ridiculous because they're not peaceful at all. And you see these sorts of things happening. People may start going to the last frontier. That may be the place to go. I'm sure a number of people have been thinking, geez, what if that uh, looting, rioting comes to my neighborhood? Now, look at Bob Kroll, for example. He was on the show a month or two ago. He lives up in Hugo. Who would think that, you know, the, the protests go to his neighborhood? And they did. And they weren't just about him, but they were about everyone in Hugo. All a bunch of racists. That's what was being uh, yelled from the mountaintops up there. I mean, it was uh, it was a dangerous scene. And when you see those kind of attacks, when you see the ongoing attacks in uh, Portland and in uh, you know, as uh, as well related to uh, Jacobs and in Wisconsin, 
you know, and and the the terrorizing of these communities, you really start to wonder, uh, do I need to move and where can I go that's safe? That's what I mean by the last frontier. And the Supreme Court may be the last frontier for our democracy to maintaining our freedom and democracy, to to living up to the Constitution rather than tearing it up. And we're going to talk a little bit about that on the other side of the break as we continue uh, the seemingly impossible comparison between Alaska and the Supreme Court, but we're bringing it together here on the... uh, On the Victory Hour this Sunday, make sure to stay with us. And while we're away, do two things. One, go to Facebook Live and follow us today. But number two, go to ParkerDK.com. It'll be your last opportunity to see the old website because the new one is launching within a week. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. While you're listening in, go to ParkerDK.com. You'll see what is often referred to as an award-winning website, and more we'll refer to that in a week when we launch our newest website. 
We're talking about Alaska and the Supreme Court. First Alaska, the last frontier. The last place you might be able to go for a vestige of peace. And boy, was it peaceful. A few more fun facts about Alaska. It has the highest mountain peak in all of North America, you may know. Mount Denali used to be called Mount McKinley. Changed the name to Mount Denali. I don't know. They didn't like McKinley, apparently. It was probably, uh, maybe he was a racist. I don't know. Uh, I do know he was assassinated. He was one of those who was assassinated in office. Uh, But Mount Denali uh, was beautiful. I was there. uh, Fantastic. I didn't climb it, but uh, saw it. Uh, Alaska has the most number of active volcanoes anywhere in the United States. Uh, And uh, I I talked about the number of lakes. Actually, I think it's far more than a million uh, lakes. It's like three million lakes. It's it's just phenomenally beautiful. You go to Kodiak Island off the coast of Alaska, uh, and it's home to the largest subspecies of brown bear, the Kodiak bear, and it takes... Uh, 10, 11 hours to get there by ferry. Otherwise, you got to fly, and it's like a thousand bucks. I mean, so if you live on Kodiak Island, it's well, it's just it's a bear, if you will, to to uh, to get there. Uh, but a beautiful island. Uh, Juneau is the capital, and uh, it is the only state capital that cannot be reached by road. As I indicated, many of the cities in or towns, villages, really, in Alaska cannot be reached uh, by road. Barrow, Alaska, which is now goes by another name that I can't pronounce, quite frankly. Uh, this is the, nor- yeah, the northernmost city in uh, the United States. Two months of continuous darkness there and three months of continuous sunlight in the summer. So, uh, that, you know, different, different living there, as I mentioned Anchorage uh, is the fourth largest city by land area in the entire United States. Uh, That is uh, Anchorage. Huge amount of oil up in Alaska. I drove uh, along the Alaskan pipeline for some time, a period I went up to the Arctic Circle, and that was very interesting. Just to give you a further idea, I did say more than twice the size of Texas is Alaska. Uh, it's it's bigger than California, Texas, and Montana combined, all of them. And those are, you know, the, the biggest of the three, uh, next three biggest states. By I'm talking by land mass. Um, so those are some interesting facts about, you know, the last frontier. As you know, you can see Russia from Alaska. And I, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do, Sarah Palin told us that. I, I drove up to Wasilla and was in Wasilla for a bit. But uh, in, in fact, you can see Russia from Alaska if you're out on the what Diomede uh, Islands, which are off the coast of Alaska. One of them, I think Little Diomede is part of Alaska, and uh, Big Diomede is part of Russia. But you can see you're only about two, two and a half miles from the coast of Russia from that little island. But you're about 55 miles from Russia if you are on mainland Alaska looking over. So, you know, that, that'll be a distance you, you cannot actually see Alaska. Alaska is one of five states that do not have a sales tax. Another interesting uh, fun fact. So that's some background about uh, Alaska as the last frontier, the last place maybe that uh, for survivorship and peace, many of us may end up. Well, what is the last place, the bulwark of protecting our Constitution? It is the Supreme Court, uh, the highest court in the land, and it is determines the most fundamental uh, laws that govern uh, our entire federal as well as Republican style of governance. And uh, all of the law is derived from the Constitution, and it's the interpretation of the nine justices of that Constitution 
that determines all of the laws that flow from there. Early on in uh, Supreme Court jurisprudence, the concept of stare decisis was established. What is that concept? It is a concept of following precedent. If you have the same case years later that had already been decided previously, uh, you would follow the previous case. Now, oftentimes, cases can be distinguished, and even the slightest difference may be used to distinguish a case from uh, a later case. And that's a way of changing, minimizing, limiting previous court precedent. But the concept of stare decisis is very important in our judicial system. Why am I talking about that? Well, because it becomes a big issue when we are appointing uh, judges, whether judges are going to ignore previous cases, overturn previous case law, whether they are literalists, whether they are originalists, or whether they believe the Constitution is a living document like Justice Kagan and Justice Sotomayor, who were both appointed by Barack Obama. They come from a school of thought whereby, as society changes, we need to change the view of what the Constitution says or what the framers intended, because society is now far different than it was before. Oftentimes, when you go down that path of reasoning, your decision-making becomes quite political, politically driven. In the end, all of our law has some political derivation from it. In fact, the selection of the Supreme Court justice, and this is really getting to the point, is in part political. It cannot be said, certainly justices themselves are not to be political. And even if they disagree themselves with an outcome in a particular case, or it runs counter to their political beliefs, they need to rule according to the law and according to fundamental principles of legal interpretation. And that is what uh, a, a Justice Scalia always did or believed in, and he believed in a principle of literalism, a principle of originalism, textual uh, interpretation, uh, as, as well as uh, Justice Rehnquist uh, had, had that view. Uh, and frankly, I don't think quite as staunchly as Scalia. And Justice Thomas, arguably more staunchly even than Scalia. And it appears that potential Justice Amy Coney Barrett fits somewhere between Scalia and Thomas. But the Supreme Court is, you know, and, and our founders determined when they assessed how do we pick life-tenured Supreme Court justices? How do we go through that process in order that they not be enslaved by political views on one side or the other? And what the founders did was genius because we have seen that it has worked. Many who have been appointed to the bench for lifetime, uh, as a lifetime position, have been appointed by one party or one political view and believed to hold that political view and later have shown that they hold anything but that political view. Earl Warren is a perfect example, but there are many others. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, Anthony Kennedy, uh, you know, arguably is another. And now we're seeing John Roberts. People are starting to say, what what's going on? He was supposed to be, you know, the uh, con- a conservative bulwark. Well, the genius of the founders in determining the selection and the process for selection, we're going to talk about on the other side of this break and how it is that it is entirely appropriate for the Senate to hold up a confirmation of a Merrick Garland on the one hand and go forward immediately with the confirmation of an Amy Coney Barrett on the other hand. It is not just, you know, worth saying, well, they can do what they want. I'm going to get into an analysis of it, and you will fully understand why it is entirely appropriate. And in fact... If the Senate doesn't do it, it would be contrary to precedent, long-standing precedent, and it would throw the founders' intentions, well, into a danger zone, really, in terms of the way in which this is to happen. So make sure you stay with us. You're going to want to hear it. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com, and again, follow us on Facebook live. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com, Trump 2024. Stream it today at SalemNow.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. 
We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. While you're listening, go to ParkerDK.com. We are talking about, yes, what everyone's talking about. Uh, First, we we talked about Alaska. Not everyone's talking about that. But that's the twist you get on the Victory Hour. You just never know exactly how we're going to dive into the issue of the day. And we did by comparing uh, my trip last week to Alaska and what is Alaska all about and how it compares to the United States Supreme Court. And they are the last frontiers, the saviors, potentially, uh, of, uh, in the case of Alaska, peace and uh, beautiful nature in this world, in this country. Uh, And in the case of the Supreme Court, uh, the bulwark that stands between us and the tearing up of the Constitution, uh, making sure that we stay... Uh, you know, within the bounds, tightly, strictly, with scrutiny, within the bounds of uh, the Constitution, as the framers uh, intended. Not changing it as we wish it would have been, at least without going through the amendment process, but actually, uh, as it is written textually and as the founders Uh, intended. And the founders were brilliant. And that's why we want to live by the Constitution. It is such a brilliant document that has served us so well over uh, the last, uh, you know, 200 plus, plus, plus years. And I'll tell you that uh, when it comes to the, even to to the issue of appointing Supreme Court justices, The nomination is made by the president, an individual who is elected through an electoral college by the people of the United States. But it is not left there. It could have been. Whichever president is in power, he gets to pick, and that person takes their seat on the Supreme Court. That's it. No, they didn't want to simply leave it to that, where a federal election ignoring states, but a federal election should decide who is on the Supreme Court. One of those uh, coveted positions because they're lifelong. They can affect the direction of the country for generations. No, they said you also must have advice and consent, consent from the Senate. Not from the House, only from the Senate. And that was also intentional. The Senate, the most deliberative of bodies, which has two members from each state, each state being treated equally. Two from each state, not like the House, where California has a ton of members that go to the House of Representatives representing California. They represent their own little district, but overall, California. And uh, Minnesota has far less, and Wyoming or North Dakota has far less than that. No, each state being treated equally with two senators, two votes. And those senators are elected statewide, not nationally, not from coast to coast north to south, all the people of the United States like the president, but just within a state. But it is statewide, not a little segment of the state. And those two come to the Senate and one of their most significant, if not the most significant duty that they hold is the duty to make a decision on advice and consent of a nominee from the president of the United States to sit on the Supreme Court. By doing this, the founders understood there was a political element to the selection of a justice to the Supreme Court. It is not intended to be devoid of the political decisions that the people, both federally on a national level in selecting the president and in a state, the people of a state or the, uh, that, are, that are within a state, both coming together in a different way, in a different body politic, 
and having to confirm. And then seat the next member of the Supreme Court. So the question becomes, well, wait a minute. Uh, Is it appropriate to say you should wait till the next election before you seat someone like Merrick Garland because we're in an election year and the election has, uh, the campaigning has been feverish already for many months, which was the case when Garland uh, was nominated after Scalia's uh, death? Or uh, should you move immediately? Should you wait or should you move immediately? Well, if the Senate were of the same party as the president, the intent was that they would utilize their power of consent to move immediately and put the president's pick in. But if the Senate is of a different party, in most cases, virtually all cases throughout history of the United States, if they are of a different party, you wait. So that's what happened. And choosing not to fill a vacancy would be unprecedented in the context that we're in now, which is a different context than we were in with uh, Merrick Garland. Um, Historically, put simply, throughout American history, when uh, the party uh, who controls the Senate is the same as the party of the President of the United States who has made the nomination, uh, even in a, uh, an election year, even in a lame duck sex- session, that is, after November election, but before the new Congress is seated in January, in that, you know, several weeks, even in a lame duck session, that's what that is called, those several weeks, after the election, uh, the Senate gets to block when they're the opposite of what the president is, or they get to move forward immediately. Uh, And and why is that, that they should move forward immediately and not wait for the next election? Well, because elections matter. And during a president's four-year term, when a seat comes available, they are able, if they have the Senate's consent, to identify the replacement. And you get the Senate's consent when you have the majority. And in this case, that's what exists. Now, people say McConnell is a scoundrel uh, and he's hypocritical. No, he's not. Because McConnell said this specifically, as did uh, Grassley. I'll quote to you what McConnell said. He said this a number of times. Uh, And this was regarding Merrick Garland. In 2016, leading up to the 2016 election, when Justice Scalia died, and Merrick Garland was fairly quickly nominated by Barack Obama, Democratic president, but a Republican-controlled Senate. And McConnell said, the next president should make this nomination. That is the next president, which, by the way, ended up being Donald Trump. Uh, That certainly is supported by precedent, McConnell said. You'd have to go back to 1888 when Grover Cleveland was in the White House to find the last time a Senate of a different party from the president confirmed a nominee for the Supreme Court in election year. And, uh, by the way, I believe it only happened once. Who should make the decision? The nomination should be made by the president, the people elect in the election that's underway right now. And he then goes on and he says, that was the view of Joe Biden when he was chairman of the Judiciary Committee in 1992. Joe Biden said that specifically. 
And why? Because he understood that elections matter, and when you have a majority of the Senate and you are of the same party as the president, you move forward right away. And if not, you don't. And that's going to put Amy Coney Barrett properly on the Supreme Court. Not unprecedented. Not improper. At all. In fact, to do it the other way, to wait now, would be all but unprecedented. And I'm going to look quickly at the numbers and then at, uh, at, at a little more about Amy Coney Barrett, which, uh, what a, I mean, you can disagree with her politics. That's fine. But in terms of whether or not she's qualified, which is really what the Senate's consent should be looking closely at, uh, there's no doubt that she is. So stay with us, and uh, we'll look at those uh, couple of issues. I do want to comment on Yom Kippur before the end of the show, so uh, stay tuned for that as well. Uh, comparison of Yom Kippur and what we uh, have just witnessed recently. Donald J. Trump and Bibi Netanyahu and the leaders of Bahrain and UAE. What a difference strength brings to peace. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Hi, Mike Hilborn here of Roof to Deck Decoration. If there was ever a year to decorate your home with Christmas lights, this would be it. I will personally meet with you to come up with a beautiful design for your home or business. We provide all of the Christmas lights, wreaths, garland, and extension cords. My employees, not subcontractors, will install the Christmas lights and greenery on your home. If a bulb burns out, we will fix it within 12 hours. We'll even take the lights down after the holidays and store them at our warehouse. Visit us at RoofToDeckDecoration.com. Are you in charge of cleaning and sanitization at your food production facility? American Pressure has the tools to help you. Custom high-pressure conveyor wash systems save time and water and help you automate cleaning. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442, and we'd be happy to come visit you at your location. Buy local, buy quality. Visit AmericanPressure.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. 
Florida-Georgia line this week. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're talking about the Supreme Court. We're talking about the propriety of filling the seat. And then we're going to talk briefly about the propriety of filling it with Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, I've, I think I've brought us to the point now where you ask, well, how many times has it happened where the, uh, a president has actually made a nomination uh, when a vacancy has occurred during the year of a presidential election or in a lame duck session, that is, during the few weeks after the election but before a new Congress is seated? The answer is 29 times in American history there has been an open Supreme Court vacancy in a presidential election year or in a lame duck session, which occurred before the next presidential inauguration. Uh, the president of the United States in each of those 29 examples or instances made a nomination each time. So had Donald Trump not made a nomination, and, and by the way, some of those nominations were very close to the election. Others occurred in a lame duck session. Uh, And 22 of our presidents, 22 of the 40, uh, what, 44 men that have held the office of president have faced this situation, and all 22 have made the decision to send up a nomination. And they, they did so sometimes when the Senate was in the majority with their party. And sometimes when their party was in the minority in the Senate. So the question then becomes, what about the Senate? How often have they acted, in fact? And when we're talking about the president and the majority control of the Senate being of the same party, All but once has the Senate acted to confirm. And that is significant. The bottom line is, in terms of raw power, a majority of senators has the power to seat any nominee they want and block any nominee they want. So who is in the majority in the Senate is a big deal. Historically, that power of the majority was limited by filibuster, and this is important. But a majority can change the filibuster uh, filibuster rule, and they have. We had norms for a long period of time that limited the filibuster's use in judicial nominations in the first place. And the violation of those norms led to the abolition of the filibuster in these uh, situations. No Supreme Court nominee was filibustered by a minority of senators until 1968. And who then broke that norm? Senate Democrats. They attempted the filibuster of William Rehnquist not once, but twice, and launched the first formal filibuster of a new appointment to the court on partisan lines against Samuel Alito in 2005. And Joe Biden himself participated prominently in the Rehnquist and Alito filibusters. Senate Democrats, led by Harry Reid, you will call, and Chuck Schumer, joined by Biden, were the first to filibuster federal appellate nominees. Not Supreme Court, but federal appellate nominees. And they did so in 03. After Republicans then adopted the same tactics years later. And this is what happens when you ignore norms. It throws the doors open. And who knows what's going to happen from there. The Democrats used the filibuster. The Republicans said, all right, that's the new rule. They started using it. Then what did the Democrats do? They eliminated the filibuster for appellate nominees in 2013. The Democrats did that. Now, you don't have a filibuster for appellate nominees. 
Now, the Republicans extended that elimination to Supreme Court nominees in 2017. By the way, appellate court, Supreme Court, we're talking about lifetime appointments. Okay? So, the elimination of the filibuster, which could have been a manner of slowing this process or defending against the Democrats caused it to be eliminated. And so now they've got to lie in the bed that they made. And here we sit. What it means is when you have a Senate that has the power, has the majority, they have moved forward in virtually every case, the vast majority of cases. I believe all but one. And so to suggest that moving forward here is inappropriate is just flat out wrong. And the importance of Supreme Court justices in maintaining the Constitution cannot be overstated in protecting us from the craziness of politics that we now see, the shutting down of our freedoms, using science or not using science, twisting it or not, ignoring numbers, and just shutting people. The craziness of politics is removed when you get into proper jurisprudence and uh, uh, the rule of law. And when that is lost, we are lost. And so we need justices who understand that, who understand that this is the bulwark that stands between us and anarchy. Anything goes. Any change in leadership, and there is a change in what the law is. And I don't believe Amy Coney Barrett would uh, vote to overrule Roe v. Wade. She may vote on the edges of the pro-life, pro-choice issue, on other issues, uh, ancillary issues, uh, in a way that is consistent with her view of the law and the Constitution, but undermining or overruling, I should say, Roe v. Wade specifically, I don't believe she would, based on her principle. And, you know, John Roberts, uh, whether he has principle or not, I can tell you on his, uh, his decision on Obamacare, I don't know how he got to that textual decision. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, but I don't think Amy Coney Barrett would have uh, ruled that way. Listen, she's a top scholar, no doubt about it. Uh, she received bipartisan support when, just a few years ago when she was up for the Seventh Circuit. She's the mother of seven, as you probably all know now, by now. And, uh, you know, some say, uh, well, it's inappropriate that she fills the the seat of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't think so at all. Is it inappropriate to have a conservative female on the court? We haven't had one for many years. I think it's appropriate that we do. I want to, uh, before I leave you, Wish you, uh, my Jewish friends, all a meaningful Yom Kippur. Uh, And uh, let's look for change in ourselves to become better and as a community to become better. We're being sent a signal. Let's try to figure out where we go. In You've response been to that signal. To the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker. Be with me next week because I am going to uh, have special guests on. Uh, so have a wonderful week. And tune in live on Facebook. Until then, be well. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Are you tired of overpaid for batteries for your car, truck, snowmobile, boat, four-wheeler, and more? 
Full Service Battery is the solution for you. At Full Service Battery, that's all they do. Their experts will consult with you on the best possible battery for your situation. And their everyday low pricing beats almost all store sales prices. Buying in bulk? Their inventory is stocked with almost any battery you could need. And at the lowest prices in town. Check them out today at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Get a $1,540 water heater installed for just $770 through this special offer from Champion Plumbing in this station. There's only one half-price water heater. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers or call.